So, we are entering the first ever bonus ep. Yes, I like that. Bonus ep. Bonus ep. Brought to you by Marcus Crow and the bald man, Patrick Ferdy. Thanks a lot. So, we're going to attack, we're going to attack this episode bonus ep a little differently, aren't we? Yes, and to be honest, I think I need to start with an apology because last episode my genius plan was that we were going to interview the funniest guy in the caddying world however i have to break it to the listeners i want i want to intervene on that i don't want you to to spread such disappointing news on a matter of the fact that we haven't been able to track down melvin the caddy himself because i feel like he's still there we just haven't got him at the right time he wants to do it today correct yeah you're, it's going to happen. <clears throat> Unfortunately, <clears throat> we said it was going to happen on what is going to be this episode, which is now just a little bonus episode to fill the time. Yeah. However, it's still going to be an elite episode. And I- in, in fact, we literally had it planned out Tuesday. We were there two hours before our loop. Melvin had a loop. We were there an hour before his loop. We had it all sorted out. We were going to interview him. We were going to talk to him. It's going to be probably the greatest podcast the world had ever seen and literally <laughs> the world's local podcast literally johnny shout out johnny Rowell. <laughs> that's a separate story we'll you get him what? on as well you know what i want to i want to sidetrack i want to sidetrack i want to sidetrack <laughs> i was walking down the fairway today i think it was the 11th or 12th where you where both of us just black out and i was thinking of me interviewing johnny Rowell. sorry and I had a confession. And my confession was that I just wanted to tell Johnny Rowell how unbelievable I think he is. I hope Johnny Rowell listens to this. <laughs> also, the listeners have no idea who Johnny Rowell is. Uh, so when we, when, we head back, <laughs> when we head back down south... We'll get him on the pod. We will sure. get him on the pod 1,000%. He's an old-school English guy. He's the most eccentric British person, old man, you could, you could ever think of. And he's just so funny. And he doesn't know me as well as Faraday. Him and Faraday have a, a, a lot better connection. Me and him are tight. We're sending voice notes every day. Nudes? <laughs> Sorry? <laughs> you, Marcus just said nudes. Definitely. Obviously, that's the immaturity coming through. Uh, anyway, look, let's get back to the point. So we were ready on Tuesday to interview Melvin. We got there. We were early. We were prepared. We had all the equipment. We literally got downstairs to the shack... And I swear to God. You said, you said, you said, by the way, in the car, if Melvin goes out 45 minutes to an hour early, I'm going to be pissed off. Right. Okay. Yes, I said that. But what are the chances? It was a Tuesday. We got down there and I swear it was not even a minute. We'd been there less than a minute. Phone (laughs) rings. Melvin's got the nod. You're up. You're out. Oh my God. I couldn't believe it. Oh, I know. And even and then even um was it today? Yeah, it was today as well. So we finished our first loop, we were first out and uh we both were back pretty much at a similar time or after we'd got back from our uh lunch break. And he had to go somewhere. He goes, Hey oh man, I gotta go get I gotta get some real money. <laughs> yeah, I guess he had some pool tournament in in Brooklyn. And that is just He's- a, a yeah. slither of of the the banter that he produces on a daily basis yes. down at the caddy shack. No, I promise to you, folks, it's gonna be well worth the wait. He's he's literally the funniest guy I've ever met. 
I know. It's we're, unbelievable. We're, we're just we're we're teasing. We're teasing but, the fans. Yeah, that's. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, this is obviously we're going to keep this short and sharp because we've let you down. However, tomorrow, big news. I'm leaving for my trip. It's going to be lots of content from there. Lots of stories. We'll throw it all on the gram. So follow the gram. You'll see pics. All the stuff that's going on. Who knows? Could be, could be a Guinness competition. It could be. We started that tonight. Yes, that's also a good point. We're three and a half each, in. Also, when I say three and a half, we didn't order a half a Guinness before you jump on us for being. You did. You would be the guy that orders a half pint of Guinness. <laughs> Can I have a half a pint of Guinness, please? You bottle. <laughs> You're the type of guy that would order a Guinness shandy. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awful. <laughs> but uh, clearly, Shandy, clearly, I just want to go back to Steve Stephen himself at uh, one of the great pubs that we uh, Jamesons en- enjoy a good a good beverage and I think he said he'd been on the job for four or five days now and the owner of the, the, the pub was uh, working as well and he clearly poured us a pint 20 ounces which is what I thought it was uh, a proper pint. Yes, it looked like a regular pint. It was a regular pint. And I guess we're served 16 ounces, I guess. Yes, so technically we're getting screwed. Mm-hmm. Oh, talk about prices of Guinness. Where did we go the other day? $10 for a pint of Guinness. What? That, that's... You're right. That's daylight robbery. No. I'm y- sorry. Yes, you're right. It was $10 a Guinness. That's eight quid. It's shocking. For a pint of Guinness. That's Absolutely London prices. Absolutely shocking. Uh, hey. So, I don't think we really touched on this, actually. We were going to a couple of episodes ago, but we didn't touch on my ankle brace. That's actually a really good point. I'm actually surprised that hasn't come up. We talked about it. Because it's one of the most ridiculous things I've ever seen. This is, Ladies and gents, I, I just want to say, when, when you're down and out and you, your morale is low... And you've got a sore ankle, and you don't know if you can loop. The sharpness of the pain shooting from my ankle throughout my shin. How am I supposed to earn money and produce good banter on the loop without supporting my ankle? The most important body part other than my shoulders. Is it? I'll tell you what I particularly enjoyed. I particularly enjoyed the, uh, what, Saturday morning when we walked to the tee box... And one of the guys that's quite regularly in our group said, Oh, glad to see you wearing your ankle bracelet today. <laughs> <laughs> like it was an accessory. Oh, bracelet. That was <laughs> brilliant. Because even he realizes that you are a puffter. <laughs> oh, You're man. a puffter. I'm supporting the ankle. The, the right ankle right now is, is... You've been wearing it for over a month. I know. What's the, wrong with your ankle? The, fir- the first thing... The first thing, the first loop, it's fine. What you should actually do is tell the listeners how you injured it. Okay. Because what did you do? You literally tripped over fresh air. <laughs> okay. So, me and Ferdy had a first loop. We went out. But I guess one of my guys who requested me wanted me on the second loop. So, I go out for a second loop and we're on the 12th hole par 5. And there's a little road that has a bit of a dip. And... I just walked across the road, and I guess I must have like slightly twisted my ankle on on a rock of some sort, and I had just sudden shooting pains for like three holes in my ankle. It was brutal, and it was the size of 
what was the size of it? It was the size of a tennis ball, literally on my right ankle. So, yeah, I sprained my ankle. And ever since, I've it, maybe it's a bit mental, but, yeah, I, I had to strap up and make sure that it didn't uh, affect my looping ability for the, the weeks and months to come. Because it was probably, what, about a month ago? It was over a month. Okay. You've been you've been playing on this big time. <laughs> there you are walking. You're just lagging behind. Oh, me ankle! I've got a sore ankle. Sorry, I can't keep up. But this is this is quite a good uh, topic to to slide into. So one of the veteran caddies who've been there a long, long time. He uh, he always used to laugh at me putting my ankle brace on. To which then all of a sudden he hadn't turned up to work for like. Four or five odd. days. We just we saw him every day, and no one knew where he was. It was bizarre. So he comes in today for the first time, and we're like, "Oh, bloody hell, mate! Where have you been?" <laughs> he's like, in his kind of style Jamaican accent. He's like, "Well, you know, I always used to laugh at you about your ankle, but I actually had to go and get a cortisone shot in my uh, in my ankle slash foot because I couldn't walk either." <laughs> Man's been getting Premier League treatment for looping. <laughs> it just shows that the level of athlete that we are. We are. It's elite. I just want to pull up some stats right now. I'm going to go with my iPhone because I have my iPhone in my back pocket at all times. Today we have done 31,086 steps. Okay. On average, for the month, we have averaged 19,470 steps. Per day. Per day. Yeah, per day. Solid. What is the government guidance? I, I don't know. It's like 10,000, isn't it? 10,000 steps you should get in a day? We're doubling that. On average. This is this is off oh, days. Yeah, and also, this is, this is not completely accurate because I don't have my phone in my pocket and on me at all times either. Yeah, no, it, it's a comfortable six miles a day, minimum. Minimum. Absolute minimum. So, yeah. Lug in a bag. Just wanted to say that. The endurance levels that we we <laughs> endurance <laughs> endurance levels that we endure on We're a daily basis. We're trotting around a golf course. My shoulders as well, prime. I'm in absolute prime shape right now. Legs, everything, the best shape I've ever been. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, like, I feel good, except it's not particularly cardio in, enduring. <sighs> Come on, man. What is it? What do you think? 30 to 40 pounds on each shoulder? Yes, you're right. So 80 pounds we're carrying over a what? How many miles do you think the course is? Probably six a loop. Six. So we're doing 12. So on average, we're probably doing eight miles a day for six days a week with with 80 pounds on our back. It's actually a lot of mileage a week if you kind of, if you put it together. Yeah. Let's not, let's not undervalue our our mileage here and our, and our physical ability and and in fairness it does take a toll on the body like we are we're basically loop machines up here we loop we double we sleep we do it again i know there's not a lot else going on it's just it's absolute madness all right well we're going to keep this short and sweet so we're just going to run through basically our calendar for the next couple weeks so our time up north is coming to an end in about two weeks isn't it 12 days to be exact yes well well you say that it's also interesting because marcus is leaving early because his mummy's in town isn't she 
big up Mumsy. She's in town after two and a half, three years of not visiting me due to COVID. So so you're you're basically leaving me in the dust. Well, mother. this is what we had. We had the decision to make. We, we leave two or three days early and play some quality golf, but also miss out on probably two grand. Because there's some big tournaments coming up as well. Big tournaments coming up. You're actually coming. Are you coming back just in time for it? Or are you missing it? No, I'm going to I'm gonna miss it, but... It's well worth it, though. Yeah. What a trip. So, yeah, so that's the dilemma. We want to stay through the end of the tournament season because it's very busy and we're doubling. Cash is excellent, let's be honest. Like, we're, we're making good cash up here. However, it's time to leave. So, going forward, you're going to be home a little bit before me. I'm going to be road tripping my way back down trying to hit a few places correct um, and Hopefully. then moving yeah. forward I guess in about two three weeks life on the loop is going to be based back in Florida where I hope the stories will drastically improve in the sense of the banter and the stories yes. it's a hundred percent a thousand percent because it's just that's just the club, isn't it? It's it's a it's a vacation party, crazy place. People come people come to the club where we are at down south to drink, have an extreme amount of fun, and just play golf. It's all it is. It's nothing yeah. else. There's no real business involved. There is, but it isn't. You know what I mean? Yeah, and and for us as well, it's a little less intensive because we're not going to be up at the crack of dawn out till sunset every day. We have a bit more structure. We're going to be playing a bit more golf. We're going to be partying a lot more. Able to go out on the town, do a, a lot, lot of other stuff. We got a few little events, tournaments, charity events coming up. Oh, that is true, actually. That is true. So a big tournament coming up at the end of the month in October. Um, that is a very intense gambling tournament, three-day tournament, um, which I'll be involved in. Unfortunately, I'll be missing a big tournament with the bald man himself as I broke the news to him tonight. Which is shocking. I asked this guy to play a charity event and he's going to be letting down all these kids. <laughs> he said, yeah, I'm definitely going to play. Can't wait to support these kids. Today, he's literally just said, oh, no, I got another invite. It's a big tournament. The kids hate you. <laughs> they actually hate you. Listen, I want to do money for I wanna, a great cause. I want to do And you've said, kids. you know what? Forget that. Forget raising money for a great cause. I'm going to go and play somewhere where there's a lot of gambling <laughs> and, and I can take some money off some rich people <laughs> screw the kids right N never said that well um, that's the that's the type of guy he is oh come on <laughs> don't throw shade on the pot Look, you hate charity <laughs> <laughs> so that's it folks for the bonus episode I hope you enjoyed the quick spiel that we gave and as I say, we'll be uh, we'll be releasing this very soon, as you will hopefully listen. And uh, yeah, we'll have some unbelievable stories. I hope from uh, from Ireland, from the bald man himself. Potatoes. <laughs> You're obsessed with that word. Potatoes and Guinness. I, w I want you to. I want you to slightly. Oh, you know what? Actually, part of this, I've got a lot of questions for you after the after your trip. But I would actually love for you to maybe interview an Irish caddy. No, I do plan on doing that, yes. Love that. Also, folks, if there's any, anything you want me to find out from Ireland, 
DM Life on the Loop Insta. Please. And I'll do all the research. Or, I'll get the content for you. Or text Let the ball me know. himself. Text him, mate. Listen, this is what I want to hear. So, yes, that is it. I appreciate everyone who keeps listening. The loyal fans that we do have. Come on. Come on the pod. So, yes, that is it. From myself, Marcus Crow, and Patrick Faraday. Episode 10. We're not going to call it episode 10. We're just going to call it a bonus. It's not going to be an episode. No, the episode 10. Oh, okay. The big on. one yes. is coming up. Back to normal service next week. And, and, and we will be recording... Where will we? Where will we be recording in Florida? That's a good point, actually. We in your in your luxurious two bed apartment. We may have to discuss this in the Sunshine State Conference. Yeah, we'll discuss it. All right, it's going to be interesting. And that is us, gents, ladies, children, cats, dogs. That Marcus has let down from the charity tournament. <laughs> good night. Good night. Farewell.